What we really need to do is create a powerful sense of dread. See, the longer the note, the more dread. G'day listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the martial stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo, paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves tales from the shack 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 yo yo okay that was a lot harder than it probably should have been Um, this this technology thing is uh it's a hassle it's a hassle so hey i'm gonna put some um we're, we're talking about music we're talking about surf Let's have a bit of music to uh, just start us off. You know what's funny? That song has absolutely nothing to do with surf, but for some reason that little um, that little aspect, that little uh, <laughs> there is it reminds me of just driving up the coast or something. That's awesome. What was that? That's, I, that's, that's fleet, so familiar. That's Fleetwood Mac, the chain. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Mate, that, that actually fleet, sounds Fleetwood different. Mac. Hearing it, you can't go wrong with that album. So good. It, it, um, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> welcome. Uh, is it? Am I, am I talking to Dazza B today, or um... <laughs> you, you could call me Dazza B? Okay, Dazza um, B. Welcome, Dazza B. Uh, this is Stanley Nermelston here, and uh, welcome to an episode of uh, Sound Waves, where we explore the nexus between the shack and the world of music. Um, the impact of music on our lives, the impact of surf and music on our lives, um, and where they meet, uh, intersect, and um, where they ramble and rumble. So, yeah, here we are. Um, we, there, there was an episode that got completely lost in the ether, and um, that may well happen to this one. So, who knows? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, so... Um, Dazza, what what are you what are you listening to? You sent some techno today, so tell me about it. Yeah, a banger. Um, gee, that was a bit out of character. Um, but yeah, every now and then I I do listen to FBI, which has some great um, DJs. You know, the local Sydney, um, I suppose, alternative station. Um, and yeah, that, that's I looked it up. Actually, it's an Aussie guy, Francis Saviour, and it's just it's straight up a brand new release, actually.
uh, this afternoon, once I've um, downed a couple of glasses of wine, I'll probably crank that up in the garden, I reckon. Um, it's, it seems like the, the logical thing for a, a, a summer Saturday arvo. Get, get the ball rolling. You're, what do you think? Um, yeah, that sounds, sounds good. But do, what do you think about um, techno, not specifically techno, but say electronic music and surfing? Do they seem to you a bit... It's rare to see, say, a, a surf movie with techno-y style music. Well, I think, look, I think it's, I think it's, um, uh, it has been appearing more of late where you have these kind of uh, mashups of, of, you know, high octane surfing and, um, uh, and banging tunes. I mean, uh, you know, like anything, I, I would imagine, um, you know, we we were talking about Morning of the Earth, which obviously is the antithesis of anything like that. Um, <laughs> and of course, you know, there, there's a there is a school of thought that would say that that kind of um, I don't know what would you call it that kind of uh, rock um, in blues infused rock is ideal for surfing. But maybe maybe that maybe there's times and 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 spaces for everything. You know. Um, sure. I mean, I, sure. we, I don't know. Were you? Did you ever go to see um, Tonietti's thing? Um, the, no, no. I think some of the the guys. Yeah, we we all um, went into town and and saw. Um, I, I, it must have been an Andrew Kidman thing, wasn't it? Ooh, um, I went. I went and saw Andrew Kidman's Spirit of a Cash at the Opera House, which was which is awesome. Yeah, but I think because I think, or maybe it was John Frank. Anyway, there, there was a there was a yeah. film that was I think it might have been might have been John Frank and, and um, it's Richard Tonietti, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, yeah. And he made he did the the, the soundtrack um, for one of a better word, and and it was played live at the I guess it was at the City Recital Hall. Before Jimi Hendrix, there was a guy called Niccolo Paganini who was a fiddler. This idea of musica surfica, just getting the two forces, you know, the, the so-called high art or fine art, and seeing how they collide with surfing. I'm pretty confident that the surfers that arrived this week are going to find situations that they could never have expected one week They weren't ago. just riding these ancient Hawaiian surf craft to get from, you know, out the back to the beach. It was, it was an act of, of self-expression of a very deep and profound nature. And that using these, you know, beautiful wooden boards, they were instruments on which they danced. Del Jesu, which amongst violinists, you know, this is earth-shattering stuff. You know, it's like walking around with the Mona Lisa. It is art that makes grand our own stupid lives. Going back to your original question, is is there a 
is there a rule for music and surfing? We talked about this in our in our in the lost podcast. Um, <laughs> the lost podcast. How how uh, and you can take an just an a, an instant or a a, a, a a mini section of a, a song, and it can just be such a powerful little statement, you know. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Little, but, um, but going back to going back to um, modulation by Francis Javier, um, yeah, I, man, you know, I'm I'm all about um, uh, you know, Aphex Twin is probably one of my all time heroes, and I, I can definitely uh, get into the into the zone um, with uh, with a bit of bit of that kind of hardcore, um, well, whatever whatever Aphex is, he's, he's almost un un. Um, uh, undescribable or unpigeonholeable, but um, yeah. I, I don't know if you ever seen any of the My Eyes Won't Dry movies. I have. I actually back in the day when you could uh, rent videos from a shop, um, I did. And now remind me what that is. That just like the early like GoPro stuff. Well, essentially, yeah. It's a guy called Brian Conley who basically his whole. He's. I, I think now he lives down in Mexico and just gets just out shot. of his. Yeah, yeah. He lives. He lives on one of those. You know, you see these guys like Bruce Irons towing into ten foot beach breaks in Mexico. It's. Um. I think he <laughs> he lives there basically. Um, yeah, right. But his whole his whole mission, which was pretty bloody awesome, was just to get so unbelievably shacked and to document it. And he, you know, he obviously this is pre GoPro, so he's making all his own cameras and you know, you know, yeah, rigging. right. Else. But he often had. I've got all three videos that I might have illegally downloaded some somehow. Um, and uh, yeah, th- there's quite a lot of kind of I wouldn't say techno, but electronicy stuff in there. And you know, I think that some of that kind of squelchy uh, electronic sound does go well in the barrels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I can. I can. I can dig that. Um, and I, I think we were talking about um, Cop Killer. Is it? Um... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I believe that was Who's from... the artist? It was Cop Killer. Is... Oh, God, what's his name? Um, say... There you got me. Because that, that whole album is absolutely awesome. John Mouse. from one of those Kai Neville films, maybe one of Kai the... Neville, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was kind of the one who did usher in this movement to play at least different types of music, you know. I mean, obviously you had your you had your Taylor Steele's just kind of fucking Pennywise and Offspring and all that. <laughs> right? um, and then and there was a whole phase of that kind of stuff in the, in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, it had its, you... had its place, obviously. It had its place. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the that's the album right exactly oh, sorry the, the surf movie with and, um uh, if it's, it's Serbia or a later one but there's a great clip of 
Ando and someone else out at, it was like at Macaroni's or something. And they're playing, do you remember the song Homo Sapien by Pete Shelley? I'm the shy boy, you're the coy boy, and you know what Homo Sapien too. I'm the cruiser, you're the loser, me and you sir. Homo Sapien too. Homo Superior. that song yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely I, I fucking love that song um and because he was pete shelley was in wasn't he in uh, buzzcocks buzzcocks exactly right so, so I maybe think maybe, maybe the uh, the over overarching um theme of this particular um chat should be how the there the boundaries of music and surf should should not exist i mean you know we've 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 moved into a post a post-traditional uh, realm of surfboard equipment. So, therefore, we should be in, in a, a post-traditional realm of uh, surf music, I would believe. For sure. But there does seem to be a type of music that does, I suppose, flow with, with surfing and some that, that perhaps doesn't. And I don't, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily saying you can never, it can never work. But, um, so what, what, oh, yeah. about, what about this? Do you reckon that you could mix a um, Thelonious Monk tune to, <laughs> to, to a surf? To a well, my surfing kind of sometimes looks like crazy improvised jazz. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe a wipeout section. some of that kind of Thelonious Monk and some Coltrane stuff, which is, it's quite jarring in, in some yes. ways. You know, you, you my kind of, I, I really love, um, I'm much more of the, uh, the kind of mellow, mellow jazz, Dave Brubeck style. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, that. Uh, certain miles, you know, Sketches of Spain. Have you heard Sketches of Spain, that album? Man. I haven't. Do yourself oh, okay. a favour. That whole album is just, it's just like the most wonderful trip you could ever go on. Uh, it's just, it's sublime. And, and right. obviously, 
obviously stuff like um, Coltrane's Giant Steps is 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 very um, it's much more of the mellow uh, ilk, but um, yeah, that that kind of free free flow kind of um, yeah schizophrenic jazz. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe the uh, the wipeout sequence would would be ideal. Yeah, I'll just put on. This is a bit of sketches of Spain. That is an album that, that must be um, it must be listened to in its entirety. So if, yeah, okay. open a open yeah. a, a beer or a glass, a bottle of wine or, or whatever, and yeah. put it on and just sit, just have you, you know have it in the background. It's because it's it's a it's just a um, it's a beautiful beautiful thing. I, I, I w- that would be an actual an interesting challenge would be to make a movie that just has the soundtrack of a whole album played from start to finish just yeah grab an album um and make a surf movie around that album yeah wow that's a tough one to to think of um like a dark side of the moon <laughs> <laughs> wow you might be able yeah. to might be able to get a bit of a uh, a morning of the earth vibe um coming out of that actually yeah i i, I reckon there'd be yeah i mean yeah if you kind of that's okay. But me. On, but, on that, because we'll we'll come back to it uh, in uh, in future future episodes. But um, I think that that there, there'd be heaps. There'd be heaps that would be awesome. I reckon. Like I don't know, because you, you could have like an Aussie kind of one, like a, you know, just uh, say maybe like Australian crawl or something like that, or you know, okay. or random question: Have you ever listened to an Australian crawl album from start to finish? I have when I was a kid. Right. Because we had. We used to go on, on big drives on our holidays, um, you know, the whole family, a whole six of us in a Honda, like, well, initially a Honda Civic, all six of us, <laughs> believe it or not. I, it's funny because I was going to say Honda Civic and I thought, what were they, where, where, were you, where were they stuffing you? Well, it was, uh, was mum and dad in the front, Terry, my older two um, siblings, Terry and David, in the middle or just in the back seat, I suppose, and me and my... I was the youngest and my second youngest, John, we'd be in the back boot section. Yeah, back back in the day when you could just chuck your kids. Yeah, yeah, not no seatbelt. And then all the luggage was on the roof rack. Dad had like this, you know, dodgy looking roof rack. So that was on the top with all the bags. And and, and we, we did, were you doing you were doing the uh the koala sprint? Um there is a midnight oil song called Koala Sprint and the, the lyrics go something like, the, it's a long way from Chatswood to the top of the Gulf. I'll be hitching Pacific when the morning sun's up. It's mile after mile of the long coast road, smell of frangipani, ocean sky blue. When it's a long way from Chatswood to the top of the Gulf, I'll be hitching Pacific 
When the morning sun's up, it's mile after mile on the long coast road. Smell of red Japan, ocean sky blue. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolute. And and it, it's an ode to um to the coastal the coastal crawl, mate. The coastal surf mission. The road trip. So hang on, but new... did your old sorry? Your old man would play a, a, a full Australian crawl album, would he? Or one? Of... Oh yeah, yeah. No, sorry, yeah, that's what we got to. No, because um, no, it was more my older brothers and sisters. I sure. think the, the, the luxury of having older brothers and sisters is they introduced you to their music. You know, they were, my sister's like nine years older than me, so she was, you know, she was listening to yeah, and my brother. They were listening to yeah. It was like the classic memory i have is like uh sirocco australian crawl nice then uh cold chisel east was the album oh yeah and strangely enough craft work i don't know how that got in there wow so that was i remember that those three albums well there you go like, get, mate the, 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 it's full circle back to the back to the techno mate yeah yeah so uh, yeah they are the, the three albums i remember listening just it could have just been that one time, but they're, they're imprinted in my brain. Those three albums. Um, so I think um, with all but, those all those bodies inside and all that luggage on top, there weren't any surfboards. Yeah, I think going down the snow once we did it, and like you know, you know, we did snow on the budget. Mum, you know, sewed all our ski suits out of tent material. Like it was oh, crazy. Work. Um, but. Yeah, I just remember I got the image of driving along that Lake George. I don't know if you know that bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, sort of evocative kind of Australian scenery and and the craft and craft work playing, um, you know, the, the man machine and all that stuff. I think it was a classic to it's probably changed now but back then aussies who skied were just yobbos who who'd um you know they just wear jeans and a garbage bag <laughs> and just have and that was it you know like there were, it was kind of that was when i was a kid i always remember seeing half the people there were just wearing jeans smoking ciggies on the chairlift and it was just yobbos um, and surfers probably just oh, mate. And the, cutting sick, you know, but just with no gear because we're just Australian. You just don't, you don't have ski gear, like for a, for a two day ski trip, you know. Like, have you? Um, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but there used to be a guy who surfed a a reef break that happens to be around where you live um, and where we grew up. Um, and I remember on a number of occasions him paddling out dry head after jumping off the rocks with a with a durry in his mouth yeah <laughs> and sit, yeah, uh, sitting, the... sitting out the back on that very tight takeoff spot sucking back his durry and then um i assume he probably <laughs> just flicked it in the water but um and then you know getting shacked in the brain <laughs> he might that's have awesome. even been he might have been a nilo actually um the, oh wow that's the kind of uh that's yeah you know the the the, the 80s the late 80s kind of that 
early nineties. That was um, that was the the time when Nilos were not afraid to come out of the bushes and um, and make themselves heard. You, you you sent some techno through. What else is what else is on the uh, on the turntable? Oh, I, I went through a little stage of um, liking really short songs. Give us a give us a, a, a three short song set list. Okay. Um... Well, I think this would have to go down as the most, I suppose, well-known short song. And it's pretty amazing because it starts off with about 30 seconds of just twiddling around. On It's um, Cat Stevens, Tea for the Tiller Man. Bring tea for the tiller man, steak for the sun, wine for the woman who made the rain come. Seagulls sing your hearts away. While sinners sin, the children play. Oh Lord, how they play and play for that happy day, for that happy day. That's a minute and two seconds. Yeah, that's a um, that's a good short song. Um, and then there's the that's the short, I suppose, short and sweet. And then there's the punk. Well, it's probably would have been a normally long song, but because it's punk, it's it's just over and done very quickly. So, one of my favourites is um, one two X U. It's actually a wire um, yep. song that's covered by Minor Threat. You know, like yeah, yeah. this is a good set. This song. is a good surfing song. Let's get out to everybody. Ready? One two X U. Milk Hotel. <laughs> Say it again. The, the band's called Neutral Milk Hotel. No. It sounds like a very pretentious name, but um, they, they got some pretty cool. This song's called Communist Daughter. Sweet communist, the communist daughter standing on the seaweed water, semen stains the mountaintop. Semen stains the mountaintops with cocoa leaves along the border. Sweetness swings from every corner. Cars gleaming from the cloud. The bridges burst and twist around. And wanting something more than moving bands towards herself. The soothing proves that she must still exist. She moves herself about her face. Sweet communist, the communist daughter standing on the seaweed. Water seen and stains the mountaintops, seen and stains the mountaintops. The 
short song must come. Uh, it must come in under two minutes, right? I definitely. I think even two minutes is starting to push it. Like I reckon a, a minute and a half is good. Yeah, right. And you can still squeeze in a good chorus, even a solo, and a little bit of something else. And that's all you need. It's just like in, out, bang. I'll give you uh, one very short song. Here we go. Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. I want to tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine. Majesty's a pretty nice girl, someday I'm gonna make a mine. Oh yeah, someday I'm gonna make a mine. You know, the Beatles have never gone out of fashion, obviously, but maybe it'll come full circle and the, uh, the, the short attention span that we all seem to be um, developing in our uh, uh, social media-infused world, um, maybe, maybe that'll just take off again. Maybe that'll be it. Maybe only, you know, songs will be distilled to 10 seconds and that'll be it. <laughs> like a pill. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Well, have you heard? I don't know if you've um, listened to a podcast called Radio Lab. It's yeah, no, I, I, um, absolutely. Well, I just listened to one today. They're talking about Beethoven. And um, apparently his time signatures he wrote on the top of his, all his pieces because um, the metronome apparently was only just invented um, around about his time. Um, so he went back and, and annotated with the, this sort of time signature or whatever and but the problem is it's super fast. Like they, the most symphonies can't play the speed that he's written, so that, that they, they actually slow it down, um, and they they can't figure out what he was thinking. But they um, they did a few examples, and it sounds freaky. This just sounds um, super fast. Not that I'm super familiar with his work, but they also had this one where they slowed it down. I don't know what the the rationale behind this was that but there's a recording where they slowed down Beethoven's fifth so you can listen to it for 24 hours. And um, it becomes this just crazy drone-style ambient work. Right. Which, you know, because there's pauses between the notes, there's actually seconds full of silence as well. Um, um, it sounds pretty cool, actually. So... Maybe Beethoven was, that's it. He was at the forefront of, um, of the techno revolution. He could have been. He, well, you know, he's, he, was, he embraced the technology. Here's, a, here's an um, under two minute one. I won't, um, I won't play all of it, but uh, see, if you can, see if you can guess it.
One minute fifty-seven. <clears throat> nice. No, there's there's plenty of um, plenty of pixies and uh, on my short song list because they they got some good ones. Well, um, you'd have to say going back to um, because obviously there should be some sort of surf talk in this <laughs> in this podcast. Um, uh, you'd have to say that the pixies go pretty well together with hot. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, they've got the surf guitar sound, you know, like, um, so they're they're definitely got got it. Yeah, but it's funny. I I can't think of any Pixie songs from any surf movies, though. Um, Well, no. I mean, again, there's there's the beautiful thing about music and surf is there's a lot to a lot to a lot to happen yet. It's uh, you know. I suppose. I, know, I, can't, yeah, I yeah. can't say that I've ever heard a Pixie song in a in a surf film, but I mean, not not that I'm yeah. the expert on uh, watching surf films, but um, you know. well, I had a book where what it is. is. Maybe it's maybe it's at my oh, my wow. parents' place, but I, I I mean, I got it when I fuck. I must have been in my teens still, I guess, and um, it was all classic 4AD artwork, and man. Whew. <laughs> In the 80s, the decade of packaging, you could certainly be forgiven for judging a record by its cover, especially if it was from the 4AD company, who tried harder than anyone to make the covers work with the contents. The result is a collection of record covers, posters and promotions good enough to hang on a wall. If you were going to be sponsored for your surfing by a, by a record label, what, what, what would you be sponsored by? On the uh, low end of the spectrum, you'd be sponsored by Cats, um, surf skins and maybe I don't know KC surfboards. But uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Pepper, our uh, good musical um, aficionado buddy, he had the most beautiful KC surfboard. It was orange with yellow rails. Fucking beautiful single fin. Lovely, lovely. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of them floating around. I suppose probably every surf community would have had their, their underground local shaper um, around that era. So we grew up surfing the 80s, um, but the boards we learnt on were the second-hand boards from the, I suppose, early 80s yeah. or late 70s. So exactly. you either got a, an old single fin or an old 20. I got an old burn 20. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there are heaps of KC 20s you, that my, you know, my, fir- my, first, to my first board and I am so gutted that I don't have it was the full best spray job single fin McCoy oh, like no way. you know like classic classic early 80s McCoy spray job big thick fat rails it was probably only about did it have like checkerboard yeah, style artwork on it like that it was just epic absolutely epic um, and yeah, I, I mean, I wish, I wish I still had that board. That yeah, obviously, it's uh, it's probably it's probably now being sold on some auction site for, you know, <laughs> three thousand. Exactly right. Did you see? It was a um, it was a few years ago now, but it was like Aussie Wright, um, a few other guys, and they went to WA. I think they were surfing like it looked like maybe Jake's or something like that, um, but. They were riding old twinnies, um, and it was like an experiment to see what how the old twin fins went. You know, they're all sort of, I suppose, late seventies, early eighties era um, twinnies, and one of them was a KC, and that was the one they said. Most of them said that was the best one. Yeah, how good's the rainbow foiled fins? 
This one's going in for sure. Going to West Oz. And then Ozzy's got a board bag as well, right? Where is Ozzy? We're meeting him at the airport. The clinker. <laughs> That's sick, look at him. I didn't hold back on the glass back in the day. That's why they're still alive today, these boys. I'll try this one. Based on rainbow flare. All right, should we go surf? You need like 20 blocks of wax. Yeah, I brought three. Oh yeah! I, I hope it's still under the house of my at my parents. You know that Jackson twenty that I've got. That's pretty freaky. That one isn't it? Is it like those? It's, it's like it's 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 like it's got a two single fins next to like each other. It's like one of those people you see with um, tiny legs and a huge torso. <laughs> it's this massive. It's got that classic all the weight at the front, like, like super. Th yes. And then it goes down to this really thin, um, thin swallowtail with the fins like way, way, way back. Uh, once you get it, once you get it on a uh, on a going in a straight line, it's quite cool. But um, yeah, <laughs> straight line. Um, the ultimate. It, board. A, it does have a beautiful spray job. So um, I mean, it needs a bit of needs a bit of TLC, but uh, far out. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, well, I so I, 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 you've you've thrown a few questions at me. I I, I couldn't answer the, the 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 label that I'd much uh, the music label I'd like to be associated well, with. But um, <laughs> seeing I have no musical talent, but um, <laughs> I I was going to ask you what what music you've been listening to lately. So, um, I've been you have a label. I've been that. actually going back into the I I found a um my cd collection and our car is old enough to still have a cd player which is quite cool uh, nice. and i've resurrected my whole beautiful lovely stereo and cd player and i've put it out in our um guest um guest house guest accommodation um and i've been just going through old cds man just loving um nice. and to be honest the the pick of the litter um of late is um i'm going through a steve miller renaissance And, uh, and actually um, getting into a bit of Bob Marley as well. Some of your classics, um, Exodus, Fire, um, that kind of, um, you know, 
Because unfortunately, things like Bob Marley have become so ubiquitous that yes, Bob yeah, legend yeah. is probably what everyone remembers the most. But you know, again, it's what I'm trying. I'm trying very hard to listen to full albums. It's you know, attention deficit syndrome. It's creeping into the the, the world as we know it. But the uh, well, the, the, the full I, album. Yeah, I, mean, I admire that. That's what it's all. because I'm. I even I, I don't I can't blame the modern era because I was like that back in the day. Right. I I could never listen to a whole album, so I'd just skip. You know, as soon as there was a capability of skipping, I would. You know, even <laughs> on, I had a tape your, deck um, in my car. On your uh, your discman, I, when you had your discman, you were walking around the streets with your discman. Yeah, well, I had a tape deck, and and it was so. Ad- I thought it was so advanced being a tape deck. Um, but you could fast forward to the next song. It, it could sense uh, the gap. Cut the gaps. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and I would do it all the time because I'd be like, oh, I don't like this song. You know, be like, so I'm hopeless. <laughs> but you said that, that you like um, Exodus to calm yourself down in the surf. Yeah, well, that, I, that, I, that's I, I haven't listened to it enough to know the lyrics that, and what it does to you. That's what, just that particular what, um, song. So, um uh, now, and I don't know where it came from. That that particular song gets me in a uh, gets me in a, a calm uh, mood. But when when the when there's when there's noise inside my head. I don't know why, but um, I mean, I've, I, you know, I love Bob. I always will love Bob, and um, that particular song just it kind of uh, yeah, g- gives me a gives gives me a mellow vibe. I, I think I'm the I'm a victim of that um, with Bob Marley. Sometimes you just think I've heard it before because it just plays in every kind of backpackers or whatever, um, or every every um, every developing world taxi um, how many taxis have you been in in various countries around the world and someone you know there's a there's a bob marley tape on the, I, I remember when i first started traveling that i read a i think it was it must have been a um a lonely planet guide and, the, and they said i think it was when i went to morocco actually they said um one of the best things you can do is take a few bob marley tapes in your luggage because they're great bartering tools well, that's amazing. When we went to Samoa on a surf trip back in the day, and much to Ross and Keith's annoyance, I was the only one who decided to bring some tapes in case our rental car had um, a tape player. Um, we went to a shop, and the only decent tape they had for sale was Bob Marley. But the very next day, it got stolen from our car, <laughs> so, and my. My tapes were were strangely not stolen. They were left exactly where they were. <laughs> oh, that, that reaffirms the um, the exchange value of a of a Bob Marley tape. Yeah, there is that kind of the the reggae rasta surfer who pops up every like you'll see them probably everywhere. Definitely Bali, you get that. Um, there's a dude here. Used to, you know, he always had dreadlocks. He's almost bald now, but he still somehow has dreadlocks. <laughs> um, 
sort of hanging off the side of his head. Kneeboarder, I think. Oh, he had, he had to be a kneeboarder. He had to be a kneeboarder. When I'm on a big wave and the wave is breaking and I'm standing there motionless but moving at 35 miles an hour through the midst of the tempest, I just feel like Jawak and the water, the water. A blessing, a gift from the Almighty. The Almighty. We can't live without water and yet it falls from the sky. From the sky. Yeah, there's a there's another subset of people just doing it for the look, but I think there are definitely people trying to live that life. If you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Not, no, I don't really understand the Rastafarian philosophy, but I think there is, there are people out there trying to live that. That you know, I don't know what it is. Just getting completely stoned is not can't just be that, <laughs> but <laughs> seems seems to be a good part of it. But I don't know. Hey, um, you now um, speaking of uh, lifestyle, um, my lifestyle is going to impinge on this podcast because I'm going to have to go and live my life for a little bit. Let's ponder. This is going to be uh, this this uh, episode. I feel it's been a, a really interesting one, um, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna re I'm gonna go over it and get a playlist together. And um, let's ponder our who we want to be sponsored by. It's the more short, <laughs> the more short songs, and um, the the nexus between um, jazz and surfing. jazz reggae. And techno. Oh no! And the other, the other challenge for the next episode is the whole album surf movie. Yeah. All right. Okay. The whole album surf yeah. movie. Um, yeah. That's a good one because I, I really can't think of a good one, but I've, I'm sure there's one out there. So you've got your, you've got your um, homework, Dazza B. Okay. Oh, and um, what I think to borrow off um another podcast is um sort of. Sort of byline. I think their last kind of question is, well, what what's the last board you've written? Written. Uh, I, I rode my five, six, speed seeker quad fish uh, this morning. Wow, Hayden Lewis. Yeah, Hayden Lewis. And yesterday afternoon, I rode my five five original fish made in two thousand and one that is still miraculous. Wow. going strong so um is nice. one of his like he made it in hawaii of all places so it's, it's been to places i've never been um and, <laughs> that's yeah awesome. and uh yeah, well, that's just, um that's a beauty that's an absolute beauty well i just saw hayden going for a surf to Savo, and he had a beautiful brand new board that he shaped himself it was a twin fin um I think he normally has a as a center single fin when he when he shapes in people but i think it's the can't remember what model it is, but looks so nice as a twenty. Cool, mate. Well, it's been great chatting to you, and um, you get out there and live. live All right, life. I will. Um, live my best life. Hashtag. <laughs> See you later. Exodus. Bye bye.
it's a lie, a fantasy we create about people and places as we like them to be. But you know what truth is? It's that little baby you're holding, and it's that man you fought with this morning, the same one you're going to make love with tonight. That's truth. That's love. Sometimes.